Good afternoon, everybody, or afternoon at least while I'm recording this. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Clerics-Ware Ringmail podcast. Sped up the music a little bit there for you, because I wanted to get this message out. This audio. This audio was originally a call-in to the Nerds Variety RPG cast regarding the conversation ongoing about Rule Zero and its origins. I had gotten excited. I had done what I consider a lot of research for a call-in and sent it along on Discord. A response episode came out. My message wasn't in it, and at first I was a little hurt, but I'm this thing called a functioning adult, so instead of being upset, I just pinged Jason on Discord Come to find out, because I had sent it to him on Discord, he had gotten the notification at work, had not had the chance to listen to the message, and, as a byproduct, had not had a chance to include it. Surprise, surprise, I was not being snubbed. It seemed, at the time, like the conversation was slowing down. There were some folks who had wanted to put a cork in it, so, out of respect, I deleted the message and said, we should just let it die. But... The conversation does not appear to have died, despite several more call-ins and several more other podcasts in the same community coming out and claiming the conversation is ending. So, I did not want the effort I put into this audio clip to go to waste, and here it is. As a caveat, I am not upset with any of the podcasters involved. I am not in releasing this episode snubbing anyone, so if you are ready for the conversation to have ended already, go right on ahead and skip this episode. It is my intent not to call in nor to talk about the subject any longer, unless, of course, it veers back into the subject of RPG history and successful home game implementations, like I had hoped it was going to turn to begin with. Del Vaughn, everybody. Del Vaughn. Good morning. This is Taylor calling in regarding the Rule Zero discussion. I would like to accept the gauntlet Arlen presented regarding the text of Rule Zero in the rulebook. I assert that this gauntlet is null, an impossible argument, because Rule Zero is not in the rulebook. From D&D 4 Wiki, Rule Zero, or Rule Zero, spelled out in text, in tabletop role-playing games, is the unwritten but commonly understood rule that the Game Master can override published game rules for any reason. Citation provided to our gracious podcast host. The key emphasis here is unwritten but understood. Rule Zero is not a real rule. It is zero because it doesn't exist. It is a meta-rule, the first rule of D&D being something along the lines of bring paper, pencils, dice, and imagination, varied by addition, of course. It is a concept, not a paragraph, a conversation, not a text, an idea that transcends D&D, transcends the OSR, and truthfully transcends RPGs and fantasy adventure gaming as a genre. The wiki page links to a 2011 article by Mike Merles, published on Wizards of the Coast's online presence. 
However, unfortunately, the link is dead, the article having been moved or taken down, and the result of clicking on that link is a 404. Additionally, admittedly, this wiki indicates that the article is a stub that could use some expansion. I do not intend to edit the wiki, however, I can expand on the subject, citing a January 2021 entry on John Peterson's Playing at the World blog. Retrospective Review Taylor chiming in. The blog post I am about to reference in the call made its rounds on Discord on its own through the independent research of other contributors to the discussion. I retain it in the call because I think it still adds value in pertinence to the scope, scale, and intent of the message. The Origins of Rule Zero Again, link provided to our eloquent and handsome host. Peterson writes, The idea that a game master has the discretion to alter or discard published rules was not an invention of role-playing games. It derived from a wargaming tradition going back to the free Kriegspiel of the 19th century. But role-players enshrined it as a principle that is today known as Rule Zero, a proposed meta-rule of role-playing games. Peterson goes on to cite several games predating the publication of the original Dungeons & Dragons game, including 1966 Modern War in Miniature, quote, There is only one rule to our war game, simulate reality. The statistics and tables are designed to help the player in this task. When they get in the way, if they ever should, then you should discard them, unquote. 1972 Gross Tactique Quote, you should regard these rules as a bare framework. Apply them flexibly and modify them freely in accordance with your own tastes. Unquote. And finally, 1974's Campaign, spelled K-A-M-Pain. Quote, the Game Master is the final authority on all rules interpretations. He may freely alter or delete existing rules and add new ones. In citing as such, and in reading them back, they all follow the same theme, but they do not use the same letters, speaking to the letter of the law. They speak to Peterson's meta-rule concept, that the rules are a tool, not a gospel, intended for the execution of the experience, not to bolt shackles to the table. Knowing this, knowing that the concept is stated differently in every context, it becomes a game of definitions, one which cannot be resolved. It's like the endless what-is-OSR discussions that periodically crop up. Rule zero, being somewhat beyond the rules, being a meta-rule, it does not have a central governing authority. What is OSR in the same sense? Because it does not have a central governing body, and nor should it, but that's another topic, is a question that cannot be answered. Each answer will be specific to the game, to the situation that it's in, this creates a supreme irony in that, codifying Rule Zero, we end up with rulings, not a canonical rule. In terms of the phrase Rule Zero, from my own limited collection, but also fortunately discussed in the comments of the referenced blog post, the earliest reference to a zero in the rules, and likely the origin of the vernacular term Rule Zero, stems from the character creation section of D&D 3rd edition. 
therein there is not a rule zero, but instead there is a step zero, step zero of the character creation process. This step reads as follows. Zero. Check with your dungeon master. Your dungeon master, DM, may have house rules or campaign standards that vary from the standard rules. You might also want to know what character types the other players are playing so that you can create a character that fits in well with the group. Citation, again, provided to our gracious host. A screen capture of the rule in question as posted by imager user Commodore Vic 20. That in mind, the text of this Rule Zero seems in keeping both with the meta rule discussion, the game that you are playing in is the creation of the referee, and as such may contain rules, options, or otherwise not present elements of the base game. I have not looked for future references to Rule Zero, and I look forward to hearing, I hope, from others with a more extensive collections than I have piping up about the Rule Zero paragraphs from their respective tomes. Does this rule, or will those follow-up rules, conform to Rob's interpretation? I don't know if it's my role to say. Instead, I'd encourage him to speak for himself, and I would likewise encourage listeners to make their own judgments, or to use the phraging of the progenitors. The best way is to decide for yourself. So, them's my two coppers on Rule Zero, not on whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but on its origins, both as a concept and a term, and on how, as a community, we are not going to be able to define it. With that, I'm going to go start my weekend. Dear listeners, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, as wonderful as I hope the one that I'm going to have is going to be. And do keep in mind, this being the reason that I included the bit at the beginning about this being a call-in and then translating it into its own episode, it's important never to attribute to malice what can simply be attributed to misunderstanding. Folks aren't always out to get you nor, conversely, are they out to get the folks you care about. And to be truthful, more commonly than not, they, sharing the same love of the same hobby that you share, they're out there trying to explore characters and explore dungeons just the same. Delve on, listeners. Delve on.
Theme music used for the Clerics Wearing Mail podcast is adapted from Pursuing Darkness by artist X Take Rux, released into the public domain and made available on freemusicarchive.org. Sound effects used in the making of this product retrieved from mixkit.co, used under the Mixkit sound effects free license, or from soundj.com and used in accordance with the soundj.com terms of use. Segments recorded within a vehicle are recorded using a Bluetooth hands-free device in conjunction with local vehicular safety legislation. The Clerics Wearing Mail podcast is an independently owned and operated product released for educational and informative purposes under the Totally Steal This license, which is kind of like Creative Commons, except licensing. Clerics Wearing Mail does not ascribe to nor endorse views or opinions expressed by Collins, guests, or even the host unless you think they're awesome, and thus does not assume any liability regarding the consumption or distribution of this podcast. By listening to the Clerics Wearing Mail podcast, you agree to the provided term. Parties with questions regarding these terms, conditions, or releases are encouraged to reach out to Clerics Wearing Mail at the prescribed methods provided on the Clerics Wearing Mail blog. Parties dissatisfied with these terms, conditions, or releases are encouraged to go suck an egg.